cucaracha, la cucaracha. Any way that you know how. Does that sound but, like I'm a dancer in Mexico? <laughs> no, it sounds like you're you're hitting the microphone. Because no one can see that you're clacking your fan. <laughs> well, I was. I mean, not near as cute, but I am wearing red. It right. is happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Neil. It is Cinco de Mayo, girl. I'm having a cocktail, a margarita, to celebrate the kind I drink, a bulimic. <laughs> right, I am too, with Diet Sprat, a tiny bit of triple sec, and some club soda. Oh, cheers, look, girl. Cheers, girl. Look Happy at us Cinco with de our cute look, our, glasses. And our glasses kind of match. Uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law over text yesterday. He sent me a picture of his margarita. And I was like, um, it's May 4th, dude. And he was May like... May the 4th be with you. <laughs> oh, God. That whole meme. <laughs> yet pissed, that was just, it didn't piss me off, but it started to wear on me. You know me, when I see something so many times, people are trying to cram down my throat. I did not even look at social media yesterday, so I didn't have to see it. I was, at the end of the day, I was like, oh, I think there's a couple of birthdays. Yeah. Oh, wait. Our mother's birthday. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, he was texting with me, and he said, the 4th. I was like, it's the 4th, and I'm like, it's too early. And he was like, dude, are you saying you're not going to have a cocktail on the on Cinco de Mayo? And I was like, yeah, I'm a good girl. I don't drink during the week. But then I was like, well, wait, I have to do it for the show. We have uh, to drink for the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I just decided, happy Drinko de Mayo. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Fuck it. It is Cinco de Drinko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Again, here in New York, for all of you that say New York is dead, again, Jim was dead today because everyone is outside pounding cocktails. <laughs> Pounding. You know what? I am so happy to hear that, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Speaking of that, I saw this cute little cartoon <laughs> the, uh, yesterday or day before. And it's it's like a, you know, one of those New Yorker cartoons that are like line art, black and white. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It's two people at a hostess stand. And the hostess is as in quotes at the bottom says, would you like to sit inside, inside, outside, inside or outside, outside? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's totally what's going on here because there's so much seating that you have three options now on where you would like to sit. But how fabulous is that? I want to come to New York and be like, I would like to start at Inside Inside and finish on Outside Outside. <laughs> Correct. And then possibly have one cocktail on Inside Outside. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit on Inside Inside until Outside Outside is available. Maybe I'll come there and we'll do just a weekend of eating everywhere. And we have to eat at all the different seated areas all yeah. over the city. <laughs> well, we've done that. And I'll tell you, this, the outside seating areas are amazing. They're really I fucking cool. I think awesome what they've done. And I yeah. love that. So they haven't, they're not going away here. So I right. assume they're not going away there. No, and, they're not. And uh, good. Yeah. So yeah, cheers. Cheers to Cinco de Mayo. I hope everyone is raising a glass and... Getting wasted on margaritas, whether you do it today or carry the party on into the weekend. Olay. Olay. <laughs> I was looking for this background loop, and I was typing Mexican loop or Hispanic loop, but there was none. And I think it's, like, offensive. I think the search terms are, like, like sanitized. <laughs> like, is it, is it offensive to say Mexican loop? <laughs> I think I it is. I just, which I always find a little odd, because I don't think it's, I don't. I don't think it's offensive to say Mexican. Right. 
But someone's. I have something on this later. But someone is triggered by that. You know it. I know. Oh, I know. someone's offended by that. Which I, that's part of my. I want to talk to you about these banned words on YouTube. But that's you know later on in the show. Banned words, as in like mariachi bands. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Ah. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bun>. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, another another heavy news week. So much is going on. But we are here. I mean, <laughs> we are here to report it all to you in a concise, boiled down, cerebral manner. Because that's what we do at WGRL. <laughs> we talk to you on a cerebral, is, deep is that level. What we do. Thank you for letting me know. I have to change <laughs> yeah. my entire delivery. <laughs> in case you did not know the format of the show, this has turned into a heavy thinkers show. <laughs> Or drinkers show. Right, heavy drinkers show. It depends show. on what you're looking for. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Did you that see... That might be me tonight. What's that? Go ahead. I said that might be me tonight. Right. I did bring, because what do I have? Back up! <laughs> oh, shit. Howdy has a flask, or a shaker full of back margaritas. Margarita, yes, I do. I didn't go that far. Because I still try to, you know, I, I didn't make a heavy margarita here. I made a, you know, a good girl margarita. You have to actually get up and do stuff in the morning. I have to get up and work out. Right. <laughs> well, and I've got the kids coming, Keith and Faye, and the kids are Ooh. coming this weekend. And we've got a big weekend planned. We've got all kinds of stuff happening, which is why we are recording on what? Cinco de Mayo. Thank you very much. Exactly. Instead of Thursday, we're recording on Wednesday. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it will be. Uh, we got lots of stuff planned. I made a a Puma mask. Uh, KJ is, you know, he loves DJing and mixing on the boards. And so he wants a Puma mask. He said, Aunt Sarah, I want a Puma mask. And so I want to DJ in it, kind of like what Dead Mouse uses or Marshmallow. Right, and so right. I've built it, and it's in there. I'll show it to you when it's done. It's not ready to be viewed yet. But, oh, but Rob wait. and I put one together, and I'm putting the finishing touches on on the base, and then he's going to help me decorate it. So That's I'm, so great. I, <laughs> I can't know. wait to see it. He can put That's it on really and everything. Cool. I'm going to do that with him, and then Rob is making cake pops with Avery. So we're going to have a whole thing. That's fabulous. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, niece and nephew time. It's so great. Yeah. So. Love that. Love that. Well... So, as I said, all I have to do tomorrow is get up and work out. (laughs) Right. But before I get up, I might have to touch myself because (laughs) uh, uh, it's National Masturbation Day. (laughs) I thought it was mine. (laughs) Well, it's actually National Masturbation Month. Started as a day, and it was originally on uh, March seventh. I mean, sorry, May seventh, which is this oh, yeah. Friday. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> so is this what you sound like, Heidi, of... when you're masturbating? <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounds a little weak. <laughs> it sounds a little weak and a little young. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little rehearsed. <laughs> She was rubbing herself hard. I mean, because if you're really good, you don't even need to make a noise. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. And I usually come. <laughs> right. Of course, there's a drop. Of course. Um, so the first um, 
masturbation day was May 7th and it was in 1995. And I can squirt. Um, so the <laughs> sex positive retailer, Good Vibrations, declared the day in honor of the Surgeon General, Jocelyn Elders. So interesting. I might be a little wet downstairs. She, <laughs> Jocelyn Elders, she was the first black woman Surgeon General. Right. Um, and she was fired during President Clinton's administration in 1994 because she suggested that masturbation should be part of sex education curriculum for students. She got oh, really? fired. Fired. In the Clinton administration. In the Clinton administration. It's like, that had to have been on the second half when Billy was trying to be super clean. Well, right, because Slick Willie <laughs> Slick Willy got in a little trouble. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of trouble there, big, Slick Willy. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. I think, I, yeah. first of all, I love that there's a day. There's this whole thing about, like, they tried to put together, oh, everyone, you know, everyone come at this time and have, like, a universal come. It's like, oh. okay, every, ev- everyone relax. Oh, <laughs> I right. mean, that was, that was later. That wasn't her trying to do it. No, but, no, no. But I have heard that before, that there is a day that everyone's supposed to come at the same time, right? Yeah. It's like, what they've got it all, and that's what became, what made it international, because they were trying to get, like, oh. the worldwide come. Oh, I like that. I'm doing it right now. Hold on. I'm almost done. <laughs> Is that what you sound like? <laughs> oh, right. Well, a little. I use a lot of lube. I mean, I, I have to have lube. I have to have lube to jerk off. And it's like always wet well, platinum. Yeah. It's the best lube ever. But like so many people like Peach, I think I can talk about this. I don't think she cares. But she just does it dry, which is so typical she, for her. Like, that's it's, penis carpaccio. Well, right. She just likes it dry. And she's like, I just do it dry and I just get it over with and then I move on. <laughs> But like, but like, Peaches is like so, uh, like she's kind of like an ape in that if she could jerk That's... off in public, she totally would. <laughs> like, if she, like she has just enough sense to know that she shouldn't jerk off in front of other people. <laughs> I mean, she, she loves to do it so much, I think. And just to hear her talk about it, I'm like, how do you have time to get anything done? Like, she's that... told me before where she can do it like five times a day or something. And I'm like, what? How the that's hell? insane. I mean, maybe that's an exaggeration, but like even three times but still, a day. Two or three. I yeah. mean, I could get five done in like five minutes if it's just right, but that's but completely different. Can you really? Well, because you're a woman and you can have multiple yeah. orgasms. Oh, yeah. Like boom, 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 boom. They can just like, but usually the first one is always like the most intense, but then it's just like, but do you masturbate? Like, yeah. like I mean, I don't do it a lot. Like, once a, cu- a couple times a week, like Rob, Rob's routine is like, I think every night I go through stages where I'm like super horny and I'll want to do it like, like, like Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Then I'll I get into this like headspace where I'm like, well, wait, I want to save, save it up for Rob for Friday. So I'll like skip Thursday. But then other times like Rob and I will like mess around on Sunday but then I won't do it, I won't jack off at all until Friday, then when I'm fucking Rob. But isn't that fairly new for you guys? Mm, I mean... Or maybe I, in, with a year or so? Because no. Because you used to... You used, I, have you always kind of saved it up? Kind of. I don't know. It's weird. It's just like... It, and it's not because I'm like, oh, I want to save it up. It's like, no, I'm kind of like, well, if I don't feel like doing it, it's kind of like, uh, you know. You have a lot going on. You don't have time to fucking jerk off. Well, right. <laughs> 
What if, I mean, you don't do it all the time. I mean, you're like, oh no, right? Do women no. not do it all the time? Women just do. I mean, some women do it all the time, right? I don't. I don't know. I think it's. I I don't even know that you need to. I mean, if you do, I not a clue. I don't ever sit around and talk to. I know. Plenty of women that don't even you want to talk about it. You and don't I'm sit like, around and talk to it with like with cat with cat and Shannon like me and Peach just talk about it. No, I always <laughs> talked to Shannon and was like, "Girl, how's your vibrator? Do you need one? I don't even know if she has one." <laughs> yeah, like mine stays plugged in always, right? Like second drawer next to the bed, always. So plugged it's like, in. Oh yeah. Plugged into the outlet. Yes. What? Oh yeah. Do you need to use that every time if you masturbate? No, but can... it's really good. Oh, right. You have the big, <laughs> like, the big thumper, that big, like, machine gun no, thing. No, that's, I have that in my husband. The magic wand? No, like, <laughs> I went through a spurt years ago. It was like, the rabbit, the this. I had, like, double-headed, all the blah, blah, blah. They were like, right. you know what? You find what works and just get rid of all the, it's. Oh, I see. I don't think you need all that. There are some funky contraptions, though, right. that I want to try. There's this one that I want to try with it's a strap-on sort of thing with rita so well there's this um new thing that it's like this automatic blowjob machine and i have the commercial here <laughs> and it and it actually sounds like intriguing and i'm like i think i kind of want to order this but it's like 300 fucking dollars and i kind of have the best blowjob machine there is <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> uh, so i don't know listen to this though is dating not going as well as you'd like? <laughs> I love this guy's voice. Or yeah. maybe your partner doesn't like giving blowjobs as much as you enjoy receiving them. Sure, you can use your hand or an old-style hand-operated sex toy, but moving something up and down over and over again on your penis is boring. <laughs> and you're the kind of guy who's open to trying something new. Autoblow AI is a motorized machine that uses its own onboard mini computer to move its penis gripper and silicone sleeve to any of two um, I'm getting this from Rita just because of the advertising and the music in his voice. Right? I kind of I kind of like this idea. I'm going to skip forward for a second. I forgot actually what's at the end. Realistic way possible. The secret sauce: artificial intelligence. Right. Yeah. See? A team of scientists used machine learning to analyze hundreds of hours of blowjob videos to discover the techniques that are the building blocks of blowjobs. Right. So see, we it's like the- it's like machine learning. It's like all this whole fad that's like, taking over AI's. the world. Right. Which I'm like, okay, I'll try this out, but it's like it's fucking expensive for a thing. Maybe that's what I'll get Rita for his fiftieth. There you go. That's <laughs> and a great he can tell gift. me how it is. <laughs> can you travel? Well, it can. Well, how big is it? Can I travel with it? It, it looks kind of like a Coke, uh, like a like a soda can. Perfect. Kind of like that. That'll fit like, on any bag. Maybe a little bit bigger, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, everyone should jerk off and masturbate and uh, call in and tell us about your masturbation habits. There you go. How do you not just were depraved animals and talked about our own? So you know now you all have to divulge yourself when you call in. So expect me to ask you. Whenever I open up the phone lines, if you call in, what are your masturbation habits? It is masturbation may. <laughs> it's masturbation may. So every time someone calls in, you've got to talk about your masturbation. That's it. Done. And uh, you don't have to open with it because we will ask you. Right. <clears throat> Speaking of masturbation, you know who's going to be doing a lot of masturbation is Bill Gates now that he is divorced. 
Oh, right. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to like hang out with that old, really close friend that he used to hang out with on the East Coast that well, right. Melinda let him hang out with all the time for long four-day weekends. Oh, it was, in, uh, it was on the Outer Banks. Right, I know. I think the whole thing is interesting. I did think that, like, I didn't ever thought that I would see Bill and Melinda Gates get divorced. I felt like, I, I think a lot of people felt the same thing. I saw this on social media. People were, like, so shocked and, like, stunned by this and, like, depressed and sad and feeling all the feels and all whatever the fuck people say. And I was like, I kind of think I'm feeling all the feels. Like, it was, like, <laughs> weird. I was like, You're okay. Like, but then, of course, I found out that QAnon is ha- losing their mind with the conspiracy theories over this. Because, as you know, Bill Gates is a central figure in the QAnon conspiracy theories in his, um, it, you know, child trafficking ring with the Hollywood elite and, and blah, blah, blah. But essentially, one of the main, the main tenets of their conspiracy is that Melinda Gates, this is one of the reasons why they're getting a divorce, Okay. Melinda Gates is a man. Like that's like their go-to thing, right? Like every everyone's <laughs> partner is opposite the sex that they actually are. Right. And so okay, what is she? Like Michelle Obama. Yeah. Like, she's a man too. She's a man too. I'm like first Michelle and now Melinda Gates. Right. So oh it's like Oh my god, like, is Melania a man? Right. Well, she's just well, of course not actually no because she's <laughs> Donald Trump's wife. So she she is untouchable. <laughs> right. Other people are saying that she's leaving Gates for Fauci. <laughs> That's my favorite thus far. Isn't, it, isn't that great? <laughs> yes. Um, and then this is a little more heady. Someone actually is thinking about this one. This sounds a more kind of like a QAnon conspiracy theory to me. They're diversifying their fortune. So when Trump finally convicts them for the crimes against humanity, there won't be as much money there. Right? Boring. Next. Boring. But hey, this keeps them going. And and I, and I think the my favorite one is I mean I don't understand how this guy still has a show. But Alex Jones, he <laughs> he know. is saying that, and I don't see how can he not get sued. Like I wouldn't say this about Bill and Melinda Gates, right? Like I would be terrified to be saying something like this to people that are worth one hundred and twenty billion dollars, right? <laughs> like so he's saying that she's leaving Bill because she's figured out. That he, because of all of the vaccines and all of the chips that he has implanted in people and his quest to eradicate the human race, which is what they think because of some statement that he said a long time ago about population control, that he that she's leaving him because she's figured out that through the vaccine and the chips that he's going to kill more people than Hitler. <laughs> Isn't that great? Now, why? how do you say that and not get sued? I mean... I don't know. Tucker Carlson still Tucker Klansman hasn't well, been sued yet. That's for true. Shit he's saying that's so, true. I don't know. Speaking but of you that, you know what, Alex? Go ahead. Stick with that. Yeah, stick go with ahead. that. Keep going. Speaking of that, Tucker Carlson comment here in New York a couple of days ago or Sunday, I guess it was. Some guys attacked an Asian woman with a hammer and was trying and was saying, "Take off your mask." They weren't trying to kill her or hurt her. They were just they were approaching her in their way with a hammer and telling her they were going to bash her head in if she didn't take off her mask. And I'm like, this if I, I there wish, it is right that's there. right there. That's Tucker Carlson's comments right there coming to life. Like he should be sued like Alex Jones should be sued for saying this shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's disgusting. It is. 
the woman Did didn't die. That, Nothing uh, happened bad to her, but you know, it was. I can't verbatim say what it was, but uh, uh, I guess Tucker had something to say about Joy. Uh, Joy, Reed. Joy. Joy Reid. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, oh. about that she's still going to wear her mask outside in crowded, like if she's running in Central Park. Oh, yeah. And so she came back, and she she's like, oh, little Tucker, Tuck Tucks. Are you upset? Are you offended? She was, And then she goes, she said something about, it sounds more like a dog whistle to me, and it's very interesting that you had to bring up my Harvard degree. Are you just sad because you couldn't get in? That oh. you were denied Harvard, and I was like, Ooh. Yeah, she was just boom. I was like, way to go, Joy. Oh, that's amazing. She, yeah, she was like, bring it, motherfucker. <laughs> that is awesome. It was so good. Yeah, so <laughs> it's really good. So QAnon is going crazy. I just wanted to, because you know, I'm fascinated by the whole movement. I. I'm not perpetuating these theories. Obviously, I'm I'm bringing them up to talk about them and laugh and how absurd they are. And I am just I continue to be completely infatuated with where these people's mind goes. I love it. It's this is the greatest shit I've ever heard. I wish it wasn't true, and I wish we weren't seeing this and going through it. But it yeah. ain't going anywhere. So I'm like, you know what? No. I, I got to keep up with this shit, so I know what's about to knock me in the back of the head. Yeah, it is not going anywhere. Watch out with that mask. You might have a hammer to your face. Right. Because of Tucker That's Carlson. Pathetic. It's Ugh. sickening. It, it is me so sickening. Because I'll sick. tell you, um, I have, outside of having COVID, which sucked, no flu anything, no sniffles, no colds, no... I have been so healthy. Yeah, like I agree. I'm going to... For probably the rest of my life, I have no problem wearing a mask to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Out shopping like that. Yeah. Definitely in the airport on an airplane. When there's crowds, I mean, I'll definitely wear one if I go to some crowded place before I find a place to stand. I don't care. Me either. I'm going I to- I like not I mean, being sick. Especially on the sub, for me, in New York City, on the subway for an hour, hour and 15 minutes every day, two times a day- when I go back to work, which, by the way, I think it's going to be. I've kind of have I have some intel. I think our our new our new normal for our work is going to be because we did the work from home survey. We did it, and everyone basically said I think only five people in the entire company, out of like a thousand people, only five people said that they wanted to go back five days a week. Which I'm like, who are these five people? These people are so stupid. But <clears throat> the new normal, I think they're saying, is going to be. One, two, or three days a week. It's, I mean, one, you know, if you if you need to be in one day a week and you want to stay home the rest, if it's snowing or whatever, there's going to be flexibility. But the new Great. schedule will be probably two or three. I'm obviously going to be pushing for two. That's what I wanted to do. And I think that's what my boss wants to do. So I am That'll thrilled. I think we're going to be able to work from home through the summer, meaning through September. And then we're Great. going to start kind of coming back. And they're going to do, obviously, all of, the, all of these companies. It's not just my company are doing like all kinds of like capital improvements for like spreading people out and like creating like space and cleanliness and whatever to. and all that stuff. So anyway, rather just than stuff them in like sardines, right? So it's a little update on my COVID work, which everyone knows I'm dreading based on this show. But now you don't really back. need to dread. It's not right. going. You are very fortunate to be at a company that is going to that has actually put out a survey and listening and it's going to not, they're not just going to be like, well, you know, yeah, fuck you. We're, we're going right. to go five days a week. That's oh, not happening. A lot and of I think that's 
really, really great. Yeah, a lot of companies did, um, did surveys, ask their did yeah. surveys and stuff that I've heard heard about. I really haven't really heard of any company that's been like, oh, you're coming that back five it. days a week. I kind of haven't heard of that. Right, like so, it's thoughtful leadership, right? <laughs> really. Well, I've said it before. Servant have, leadership, if you will. We have an incredible leadership team. So. Yeah, that's great. Right. Cool. Yeah. So I think my snowboard season is over. Oh, is it finally over? I think so. I was going to go out. <laughs> Listen to how to... sad you are. <laughs> I know. like, mur, mur. <laughs> Except they, you know, what, who someone just got six inches last night. But um, bum That's what she said. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find the sad trombone fast enough. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> but so unless I go to a basin, which is a mountain here, it's like. 12,000 plus feet. Um, usually they get snow. A lot of times they're open till July 4th. Uh, usually it's just a big, you know, drinking slush fest party, but right. on that day, but you can still snowboard there. But um, the snow has been lovely. So I went, Shannon and I went and we rode last Friday. And I mean, and I did my last day well. <laughs> did you? Oh, yeah. Started drinking. Like, they pulled up the little um, Can-Am, like those little that little cat that crawls up, and they sell booze and food, and they brought it up to, like, the base up where at Winter Park. And I was drinking 14% white Russians in a can. Oh. Oh, delicious. Oh, my God. Do you know how much when, sugar is probably in that? I know exactly how much, and it was worth everything. Every damn gram of sugar. I went through a phase, like probably ten or twelve <laughs> years ago, where I was drinking white Russians, and it was—I mean, I was addicted to those fucking things. And I was so much so, so good, so good. And I will never forget being with a friend in Rehoboth Beach. I don't want to say his name because I, I don't know if he would like it, but his name is Michael. And he was standing there, and the waiter or the the bartender had to go back to the back to get the half and half to make my white Russian. And Michael <laughs> got so pissed because he goes, "Where is the waiter?" And he or the 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 bartender. And I was, and someone said, "Oh, he had to go back and get cream." And he got so pissed, he was like, "Who needs cream for a cocktail?" And I looked over at him, and I was like, "Oh, girl, it's me. I ordered a this white old Russian. Lady. This old lady." And Michael goes, he looks at me, and he goes, "We're gonna have a talk on the way home," because he was so pissed that I was like at a gay bar ordering a drink with cream in it. How offensive! I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I do too. Looking back on it, it's disgusting. But oh, funny. Well, it's like, hilarious I never. That... When do I ever drink anything like that? Never. <laughs> right. So it was funny. I dropped my phone off the lift. Oh, God. And, yeah. I get to the top and I'm like, my phone's gone. So I'm like, I'll meet you down at the other lift. I've got to go back down. The lift operators oh. had it. How did they get it? I must. It must have dropped like right after we got on the oh. right as we were like getting on. And I had no idea. My God. S- but you awesome. were gonna. But you were gonna go back and look down the hill underneath the ski I, lift to try to find it. I did. Oh my god! 
But the funny thing was there was so, I was in Mary Jane, which is known for moguls. The bumps were so high. I was like, I'm drunk. I can't do this. So I just went down and they're like, we have it. I'm like, oh my God. So then I go back down to find Shannon. And I order four snow melts at the bar. I'm sitting out in the sun. It's so <laughs> lovely. The only time for like 30 minutes. Well, first of all, I thought I lost my car key for like an hour, but I put it in a side pocket in my pants so I wouldn't lose it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a mess. Oh, it was a mess. It was hilarious. I mean, it sounds great. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. And yeah. then we just drove down to Gold and had some food. And I was like, you know what? If that I was... I don't know if you can tell I'm slightly tan. Yeah, a little, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I was about as red as the shirt I am wearing oh, last wow. Saturday morning. I got up and I'm like, someone's like, didn't you wear a sunscreen? I was like, yeah, I put it on four times. Oh, geez. But that one time, like when I forgot and the sun was beating on me. <laughs> anyway, it was gorgeous. It was a bluebird day. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was perfect. It was so fun. Oh, wow. So, That's nice. Well, so I guess now I'm going to take up paddleboarding for the summer. Oh, God. Lur loves that. Lur's been talking about stand-up paddleboard. He wants to try it. Yeah, I'll do it with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing anything else. I'll come on out and we'll go paddleboard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, were you done? Yeah, with that I was Oh, done. okay, because I was going to, I just wanted to like talk to you for a second um, about this, I went down this crazy rabbit hole the other night. I don't even know how I did it, but like, you know, on YouTube now, when you've got YouTube premium and you don't have to watch ads and shit, you just click on all kinds of stuff and you end up <laughs> yes. in just strange places. Yes. <laughs> and so I ended up watching this OJ interview that Judith Regan did with him back in 2006. I don't know if you know about this, but, but essentially like there was all this public outcry and it was never released. And I think the prosecution, uh, Christopher Darden even objected to it coming out. You know, it was well after the the trial and everything. Um, but they eventually, Fox eventually released it in 2018. And in this interview, it is bone chilling to listen to. And I pulled like a little snippet of the most compelling part where Judith Regan somehow gets him to basically confess to this fucking murder. And I'm like... Well, how? I mean, obviously, he wouldn't have had this interview when he was on trial, but it just sucks because, you know, he gave this interview and he admitted to it because she poses the story to him in the way he wrote it in his book as a hypothetical. So, hypothetically, Charlie, she says, you'll hear her reference a Charlie. Hypothetically, Charlie, let's call him, did this. And he goes, yeah, 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 Charlie. Hee, hee, hee. And he goes on that to tell was you pretty good. And he goes on to tell you what Charlie did, but he keeps slipping out of it being about Charlie, and he keeps saying "I," and "I," and "I," and it is like it makes the hair stand up. I'm, I'm just even talking about. It. I'm going to play it for you. Listen, to, this is wild, and because of the double jeopardy laws that we have in this country, he got acquitted. Then he admits it. You can't be tried again. You can't go back and be like, "Well, wait, but look, he admitted it here." Let's go. Let's go do it again. It doesn't work like that. Not here. Which I'm kind of like torn as to whether or not I, you know, think that's a good law or a bad law. But that's for another. Oh, I need a lawyer. I need Emily D. Baker. We need <laughs> Emily D. Baker for that. <laughs> Emily, can you please come on and explain to us about double jeopardy laws and use OJ and Derek Chauvin as examples? Thanks. Bye. All right. Listen to this. Just, li I mean, listen to how he slips in and out of it. In the book, the hypothetical is uh, uh, Charlie. Uh, pulls that Charlie. Up. <laughs> Uh, this guy, Charlie, shows up 
the guy who I had recently become friends with, and uh, I don't know why you had been buying the Cole's house, but it told me you wouldn't believe what's going on over there. And, uh, and I remember thinking, well, whatever's going on over there has got to stop, right? So we kind of hooked up together, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of broad-stroking this. We go over, get into Bronco and go over. Let, let's just go back and do the details. Where did you I'm park? I'm the details. Well, real, you park in the hypothetical said, in the alley. Right. Charlie, yeah. yeah, but Where, it's Charlie that he's yeah, he's supposed to be Charlie. Right, he's, he's trying to craft this story, right? Right. Oh, and, the, and she goes, "Where did you park?" And he goes, "I par hypothetically, I parked." Oh wait, go back, go back in and hear him say, "I." All right, hold on. You tell. You park in, in the, the hypothetical in the alley. Right. You park in the alley. Yeah. And. You put on a wool cap and gloves. Uh, in the hypothetical, I put on a cap and gloves. Right. And see, he's trying to keep it together here. Now, hold on. He goes off the rails. Right. Yeah. And um, you reached under the seat for? Um, a knife. I always kept a knife in the car for the crazies <laughs> and stuff because you can't travel with a gun. Right. And I remember Charlie saying, you ain't bringing that. And I didn't, right? But I believe oh, Char Char Charlie is his invisible friend. Let's just, that's what he's trying, that's what he's kind of saying. Yeah, he is. Right. His he invisible murderer. Charlie took friend. the knife. Yeah. In the book. Yeah. Yes. So the back gate, you go through the back gate. Yes. And it was open or <laughs> broken or? I don't recall. Okay. I go to the front and I'm looking to see what's going on. See? Um, oh, M. Gee. Right? Isn't this wild? I wish y'all could see Hattie's face right now. It's you gotta would, be fucking kidding me. And he has kids that are gonna that can hear this girl. That's what's so sad, and that's why he's. That's oh, why someone said that no. he is trying to maintain this whole hypothetical facade. Is so he, he didn't maintain it. <laughs> well, I know, but because so he can have this deniability with his kids, Ugh. which is so sad. It's so sad because you know they're listening to this and seeing this, and they're like, "You killed our fucking mother." Listen, and I can see that it appears like Nicole had flock, I had candles all the time. She really did to keep her overhead down. I think, and music was on, and uh, while I was there, a guy shows up. Oh, so Ron Gold right comes in the back. <laughs> right? How have I not heard this before? I'm telling you. Oh, I was fascinated by it. Okay. Yeah, a, a guy that I really yeah. didn't recognize. See, a, a guy showed up, Ron Goldman, Ron, no, no, no. He's, and you see now, he's all forgot all about it being uh, hypothetical. Yeah. I, I may have seen him around, but I really didn't recognize him to be anyone. And uh, and I, in the mood I was in, I started having words with him. <laughs> he says to you, I just came by to return a pair of glasses. Judy left them at the restaurant. Yeah, words to that effect, yes. And... And, uh, this is insane. What? This is fucking insane. It's insane. This is insane. He's literally talking about. He's he... admitting this. If Beyond admitting it. Going into the gruesome details of it. Didn't believe it. Uh, it was pretty much immaterial because, you know, uh, I was more concerned about everything that, that everything that was going on. You know, and uh, was you know, fed up with it, I guess. Because there was and, so uh, much going on, and you need to figure out Nicole how I was going to murder these people. <laughs> right. A verbal fight. fight. 
got a little loud, and by that time, uh, uh, Nicole had come out, and we started having words about <laughs> who is this guy, why is he here, what's going on. And, and she says, this is my house, get that the F out yeah, of here. Yes, and uh, which I didn't like because, once again, this is the same person, and if you read the book, you'll see some things that happened in the two weeks leading up to this that were uh, very, very irritating, you know. Uh, and I think Charlie had followed this guy. When, <laughs> oh, there's sure. Charlie right, again. Now, now Charlie's good old coming back. Chum. Good old Charlie. He, he. He's my he's my chum. <laughs> yeah. It was no problem. And he brought the knife. As things got heated, uh, I just remember Nicole fell and hurt herself. Yeah. And uh, this guy kind of got into a karate thing. Charlie and brought said, the well, knife, and a guy got into and karate. I, remember I grabbed the knife. I <laughs> do remember that portion, taking the knife from Charlie. And I it, do remember that portion. To be honest, after that, I don't remember, except I'm standing there, and there's all kind of stuff around. And, um, right. Um, what kind all of stuff? kind of stuff, blood like stuff blood, blood guts. Yep. yep. I hate to say this, but this is hypothetical. See? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, this is good. He finally realizes he hasn't said it's hypothetical in like two or three minutes, and he's going right. into all these details. And so he then keeps... he's like, so, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I got <laughs> to say it's hypothetical. Hypothetical. What kind of stuff? Blood and stuff around. You know, we, you know, I hate to say this, but this is hypothetical. I mean, listen right. to how he's laughing. I know we got to back up again. Right. It's <laughs> okay. Dis- I'm going to back up. This is hard. I know. I'm going to back up to try to make people think that I'm. A- <laughs> this isn't that hard. Um, you just admitted right. killing Rod and Nicole. It's hard to make people think I'm not a murderer or something. He says there. You wrote in the book. I had never seen so much blood in my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Covered. You're covered. The scene. Can you describe yeah, it? I, I, it's hard for me to describe it, I'm telling you. I don't think any two people could be um, murdered the way they were without everybody being covered in blood. And, of course, I think we've all seen the grisly pictures after. So, yeah, yeah. I think everything was covered, would have been covered in blood. Is that not the fucking craziest thing? Wow. Is that not? I don't even. So I don't even know if I've told you, but. Within the last month or two, maybe it was in March, Rita and I watched that, was it like a five-part series about the trial? Oh, really? Yeah, we watched the, it was, it's it's intense. Oh, maybe I it's should watch really, that. And it, you should, and I think it's the one that won the Emmy. Okay. It's really good. Okay, I should, I'm going to watch that. Or a Golden be... Globe. I'm sorry, my, a Golden Globe. But it, I was like... Wow, it but, was really it was really good and well done. But is it like documentary style or it's like actors reenacting? It's actors reenacting, but it is like even when it came out they were like, "Wow." Okay. Like, this is about as close as it gets. Okay, this I is see. It's basically a documentary. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely check that out cuz I mean, you know, I didn't know who OJ was. I was, you know, young in 1990, what is it, 94 or something like that. And I totally knew who he was. We used to play him in the airport when we'd go pick up my pr- friends. Really? Like my parents' friends. We would be running because he did this, was it Samsonite? What was the luggage commercial? He would be running down the airport, so we'd be like leaping over luggage. Uh, we used to do that all the time. Oh my God, we're OJ Simpson. <laughs> so let me ask you this. 
Because, uh, you know, I was reading some of the comments and stuff. Like, was he the greatest running back ever? Like, not yeah. maybe not ever, but, like, was he, like, you had to, yes. say, you had to say yes so people yes. can hear you saying yes. Yes. I, well, I, I was saying yes and shaking my head. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like, m- major. Okay. Mass, like, breaking records. He was. Interesting. He was, he was the juice. Right, right. I guess it was for a reason. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because that's, there's a full hour and a half um, interview that's up there. Just search for Did OJ Confess or some interview and you can find it. It's an hour and a half. I put it on double speed because obviously Judith is talking slow. OJ slow. So it's one of those things you can put on double speed and like still understand it pretty well. So I was sitting here and I just kind of kept it open in one window. <clears throat> it was kind of just totally sucked in by it. It was just crazy. So anyway. I can absolutely imagine why you got sucked in by Yeah. That. Yeah, no kidding. Damn. Uh, yeah. Um, well, on to lighter non yeah. non murder news. Non murder news. <laughs> I just wanted to just give a one tiny update on Joe Rogan because I think he's listening to WGRL, Heidi. I mean, I hope so. He did a you know he got all this backlash from you know that uh, his vaccine recommendation. Mm-hmm. So he did this. He got on on the air and he kind of did exactly what I was saying he should do. He kind of was like. I'm a fucking meathead. I do steroids. I'm a fucking dumbass. He didn't really like apologize. He didn't. I was like, he's, I think, listening to us because this is exactly what I wanted him to do. I was like, <laughs> yay. This oh, is- that is good. Oh, my God. Look at the power. Now the if, power of the podcast. <laughs> right. Now, if he can just give us a, a contract making a fraction of what he's a making. Small. Just a t- small, tiny fraction. I'll take 1%. I'll take 1% of $100 million. <laughs> Listen to him. Any medication, again, I'm not a doctor, I'm a fucking moron, and I'm a cage-fighting commentator who's a dirty stand-up comedian, (laughs) who just told you I'm drunk most of the time, (laughs) and I do testosterone, and I smoke a lot of weed, but I'm not a respected source of information, even for me. If I say things, I'm always going, check on that, Jamie. I don't know if that's true. Right. I I do that all the time. (laughs) Right. But I at least try to be honest about what I'm saying. Or what you feel. Yes. So I was like, okay, that's good. That's not an apology. Because to me, to me, that's be- a better apology than these people. I'd much on... rather hear that than I'm sorry, because he totally. still is going to do what he did, like with his daughters and whatever. But he came on where he's got millions of listeners to say, hey. Right. Well, and it's I'm not, not the authority. Well, like on YouTube, these people sit down and they go, hi, I just would like to say a few words and express my sincere apology. Know that everyone's going through something, and I'm going through things too, and I'm human, <laughs> just like you. I'm human, and humans make mistakes, and humans say things sometimes that they don't necessarily Channel change, mean. channel change, totally. channel change. <laughs> That's the classic YouTube apology from the influencers. I would rather much hear Joe Rogan be like, I'm a fucking imbecile idiot. That was great. Don't fucking listen to me. Like, you know, he didn't have to say I'm sorry. It's the implication in him explaining why he's a fucking dumbass. Don't listen to me. That's more important. I thought that was great. Yeah. So. So. I was just so I've decided to like, okay, still home a lot um, and flipping through like can't always just have be plugged into the morning news because it just you know makes me mental right. um, or just the daily news. But so I've, you know. 
with a little bit like talking about the view with you and just clips and stuff that we pulled from the view and looking for, you know, a little whoopee and Megan controversy. So I've been kind of changing up. So I was like, you know what? I loved that Drew Barrymore interview with um, Howard Stern. Let's go see what Drew's doing in the morning. Oh, yeah. So I was on Drew Barrymore yesterday and I don't care what anybody thinks about Drew Barrymore. I love her. Yeah. I always will. I love her story. I love where she is. I love who she is as a woman. And I love what she's doing on her show. And I just, I think she's great. But so she starts talking and she's like, oh, and you know, now we're going to talk to my desk Bert. But, but first, so called <laughs> this person her desk Bert, but then they were talked about a bunch of things. She cuts to the camera and she's like, and it's my good friend, Ross Matthews. And I'm like, yeah, because I love Ross Matthews. Right. And then I said, um, has anybody seen Ross Matthews? Where did he go? Ross <laughs> Matthews has lost 50 pounds. Yeah, he has. In 2020. He has. I had no idea and had not seen a picture of Ross Matthews. I was like, Oh my God, are you still going to be funny? <laughs> you know, that's what I was like, are right. you so concerned with health? Are you losing your fun factor? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what about like your, so we'll see. It'll be very interesting to see his next, what if you're, you know, what if what your ability, what if your ability to make people laugh is in like your belly fat? <laughs> right. I mean, he made chubby jokes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> like, oh, he bye. still, he still can. Cause there's a fat girl in there. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a fat girl in every one of us. Yeah. I mean, big time. I mean, I hold hands with mine every day. We make out. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to break up with her, but I've been trying that forever. It never happened. But so another thing that I noticed that he was... So first of all, kudos, Ross. You look fantastic. Nice work on your lifestyle and choices right. journey. The word journey is really getting on my nerves these days, but awesome. Good for you. Yeah. But also I saw him twiddling his ring finger with this ring. And I was like, oh my God, is <laughs> Ross Matthews married? <laughs> yes, girl. I'm like, where have I been? Well, he's not <laughs> married yet. He's, he's not married yet. No. To a doctor. They've kept, they've been dating for a year. They've kept their uh, relationship um, pretty private. You ready? I'm going to try and say his name. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mosk Shobam Bombini. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name, Hadi? Mosk Shobam Bombini. <laughs> oh, good. Give me another one. What's his name? Say it. Come on. <laughs> Give me one more. I'm laughing. I'll get it right. <laughs> All right. Come on. I'm going to be quiet. It, Let's it's listen. Wellenthon Garcia. Dr. Wellenthon Garcia. And they are on cloud nine. <laughs> and I was just like, that's pretty exciting. They just announced their engagement last month. And I was like, you go, Ross. That makes me happy. I love Ross. No, I love Ross, Because too. I keep thinking about how I'm just going to incessantly tweet at him. You should. And Carson so that they will pick up uh fashion police i mean oh, that yeah. was the i loved that idea when you brought that up i was like I, yes 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 please i think it's brilliant honestly i really think it's brilliant <laughs> it is brilliant and i don't know why i think what can we do to 
there's our millions of dollars. <laughs> well, maybe we should tweet. We should tweet at him as WGRL Radio on on yeah, Twitter. I'm just gonna start tweeting at him, and they're gonna be like, "Who is this bitch? Leave me alone." Yeah, we need to start tweeting so, out more. By the way, because like no one's called in today, and I'm very upset. We need to build uh, our following. We need people. Yeah, I, I I get that. It's it's not. I don't know how we. Well, whatever. Yes, you we know? do. I know that. I know that. I know that. So I um, mean, we both need to do it more. So, more news on the gay front. So, you know, I love Bob the Drag Queen. Right, love, of course. Just love him. How can I not? How can anyone not? Like, if you don't love Bob, I don't know what you're doing. Right. You're in the wrong place. You're doing the wrong things. Yeah. Anyway, so I go down Bob rabbit holes fairly often, and Bob has a boyfriend. See, I did not so, know this. Right. Right. So I did not know this either. What does the boyfriend look like? So cute. Yeah. Young. Yeah. Twinkish. Rob would like, yeah, that's Rob tonight if he knows, <laughs> if he sees him. And he is male to female. I'm oh. sorry. He is female. That's wrong. Wrong. But he's female to male. Okay. And his name is Ezra Michelle. Interesting. Okay. So Fee, hold on a second. I, hold on a second. He, hold on. I need a minute. Okay. Bob the drag queen. Okay. And then is his boyfriend. Dating, is his boyfriend white or black? I need to know this. His white, possibly Latina. Latino. Okay. Latina, white, possibly Latino. white. Yes. Okay. A little bit of Spanish influence. And it's a yes. female to male. Female to male. Has had. Top surgery, at least. Probably both. So what you're saying is Bob the Drag Queen lacks, lacks a bonus hole. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. Now I've got it. Now, now the going. reason that I found this out is because I just had Bob on one day when I don't know. I was making the bed. And Bob was doing an interview with Ezra's girlfriend, Rosalind Montoya. Okay. Who is trans. Okay. Male to female. Got it. So they were talking. They've never met in per- per- person, but they are in a polyamorous relationship. Oh, God. Here we but go. But they've never met. This right, but they've me never off. met. This <laughs> is pissing me off. But, so, I found out about this relationship because Can- Bob was talking to... Rosalind. So then I looked it up on YouTube and on the first episode of Bob the Drag Queen's music session, here's drum roll, please. Yeah. The, you have the clip of Ezra's for the first music session ever. So this is, this is Bob the Drag Queen's real, real boyfriend slash real boyfriend. All right. So wait, this is what? This is him playing a. What do you? What do you? you got, I don't understand. This is him singing a song. So he did an hour of music on Bob the Drag Queen's music sessions. Okay. All right. This is a song I wrote a few years ago um, from the perspective of a parent um, who has maybe a, a non-binary baby, and it's it's called Girl Baby. Say hello. 
Barbies are turning into Ken. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't that a great line? Yeah. pretty i like it yeah it's nice I just, it is nice and i like i was like what a great i was like oh girl baby and it's all about you had a girl and now it's right a boy. and i was like it was really trans positive which i love because there's so much trans negative and i'm all right kind of trying to figure out just how it all just listening well and yeah i mean works. well that's why when you started talking about it i'm like i i i, I have to like you know think about it like Female to male, male to female. I have to get it in my head. And maybe that's offensive to some people, but I'm like, I'm still trying to like get it figured out myself. It's not, it shouldn't be offensive because I think that's a good thing. Like that's the same here. I'm like, okay, wait, if you're doing this, does this mean this? It's like, who, who said it? It's not about your sexual orientation. It's about your. Uh, it's it's not it's your about your bot. It, no no no. It's not your gender. It's your sexual orientation. It's no yeah. But trans is not your sexual. Oh sorry, orientation. that's your it's gender. Your gender orientation. Right. That's your like, gender that's orientation. Helpful. Right. And then well, your sexual orientation is something completely different. Completely different. So that's why I've been like. So if you trans from female to male and then date men, are you? I was. It's well, just. Well, that's it like becomes a little nutty to me. Right. Well, that's like Gottmik. Godmick is a is a boy who dresses up in drag, and it's like that's what people were like, "What?" But I don't know what I don't know what Godmick's sexual preference is. Right. We have never learned that, I guess. We have not. Um, but so I just I really liked that, and as I went down the rabbit hole of like all the talking, which really happy like bob is like this guy is just full of love and joy and yeah. happiness and he's really happy and and you know rosalind is much younger and so bob's like good you go do the young people things because my knees don't work like that <laughs> but how kinda, is that a relationship i'm I, I don't get it i don't know and if it's polyamorous and maybe he's dating both i it, but i when i what? looked at it and when i thought about it i'm like it's probably the absolute most progressive relationship. And then I don't think it's polyamorous because then it doesn't really match the definition of three people like living in a relationship right. together. I, I mean, this all just, just annoys, dating two people. This annoys the shit out of me. And you write me hate letters. I don't care. But like just kind of like talking about that, that you know, that singer Maya, she's kind of like does like circuit songs. You're like she does some kind of like popular stuff. She revealed mm-hmm. here a while back that she's in a sologamous relationship and What's had, that? With herself. Sologamous relationship with herself. And she's been happily married. She's been happily married to herself for years. And I'm like, how much stupider can people get? Like another, <laughs> a, just another thing, a thing that people are just desperate, desperate. <laughs> it just pisses me off. Well, I have to it tell you. It pisses like, me off. Got Mick. I mean, I've known trans people. It's not about, but you know, it's heavy in the news, which is really great. Right. There's a lot of awareness. But so I started thinking about something and started looking up and I can't find this person yet. 
I want to talk to or listen to a male to female sportscaster. Ooh, I like that. I knew you would. So this is, Wait I've a second. Been, See, like, hold on. I, I need to think about it. Male digging. to female. Male to female sportscaster. So a sporto, maybe a sports head as a male that wants right. to be a female and then transitions and then they become like the ESPN sportscaster of the year. Sorry. Right. I know I just said that really loud in your ears. <laughs> I'm still going to train you on that microphone because I'm telling you. I've been you, thinking about it all day. When but I'm, anyways. I was going to actually say you should lower your volume just a little bit when we first started. Cause when I'll I'm, have no volume then. <laughs> no, no, no. You will. We'll work on it. Because when, when, when I'm editing, it's like you're topping out and it's hard to fix it. But anyway, we'll figure that out. Um, I thought about but it. But that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been looking. Yeah. That, we got to find I, that. I've been scouring the interwebs. I don't know if it's yeah. It's not there yet. Just yeah. You know, I thought it maybe will be. with all the sports talk, it of, will be. Should trans boys to girls be able to compete in girls' sports? Well, I know, and you know, Caitlyn Jenner. She's she is all in on that conversation, and she is out there waving the flag that that females to males can't tra- can't play in male sports, and male to female can't play in can't play in female sports. Like she is. Against trans, any kind of trans progression, she is outwardly spoken about being against it. I mean, I'm like, what? What? Who does she think she is? I actually went to her website, by the way, and the only options that she has on her website is to shop and buy some of her bullshit or to donate to her campaign. No policies, no nothing. Just the only policy she has is the shit she tweets and the stuff that she says that just bullshit that she spews when she gets on a microphone somewhere. She's a mess. She is. I just wonder if Chris is managing her campaign and her, and she's taking the 20%. Would, could you imagine if the momager is now managing Caitlin's campaign? I mean, she might as well. Yeah. Give me the 20%, <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> just like 22. I, is it 22? <laughs> I, no, no, no. No, no, no. She gets, she gets 20% of all of the girls. Of the girls, yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, good for you. Everyone else As gets, should. Every other agent in Hollywood gets 20, 10%. So <laughs> look at you, bitch. I mean, again, another another brilliant stroke of genius by Chris Kardashian. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, she made that empire. Totally. No, but speaking of trans, like, there's all this trans leg- anti-trans legislation. Have you kept up with some of this stuff? It's crazy. A little bit. It's like we have mass shootings on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, Saturday even, no one does anything about it. But then on Sunday, all of a sudden, the GOP congressmen sit up in bed and go, we've got to do something about these trans people playing in sports. It's like, <laughs> why don't you do something about the fucking people getting slaughtered Murdered, the other six days of week? Like, But it's like, no, the focus is that we have to do something about males playing in female sports and females playing in male sports, because that and is not And we have to something. make sure that they get no health care. Right. But yeah, like Arkansas, which I thought this was actually uh, fascinating. That Asa Asa Hutchinson. See here, I am butchering. Oh, really? I, I'm butchering a name. Mosk Shobambini. Yes, Asa Asa Hutchinson. He is the governor of Arkansas. In the state houses, both state houses of Congress passed a bill um, saying that uh, that the trans people can't have health care, which is what you were just alluding to. So he vetoed the bill. Which I'm like, great. Then the legislature overrode the veto. They voted to override the governor's veto so they could be sure 
to certainly get it put into law that trans people cannot have any kind of health care, which, of course, will result in a ton of lawsuits, and the Supreme Court will hear the thing, which it's like, when does this shit end? Well, it takes a little bit of pressure off of Roe v. Wade, so... Well, that's true. In Florida, it banned trans boys and girls from playing on high school and collegiate teams altogether, and they now have passed a bill that will allow schools to require genital inspection of student Mm -hmm. athletes suspected of being trans. I am not making this shit up. Look it up. Oh, no. Hadi, can you show me your pussy, please? (laughs) Can you please just show me your pussy? I have a wet-ass pussy. (laughs) Sorry, it's a little too wet right now. Right. It's like, what is you're going to be... Your teacher, teacher is going to be like, know. "Can I? I'm going to, you know, before we can let you play on the team, uh, can we uh, see you in the bathroom? I need to inspect your genitals, please." Yeah, and then I'm going to sue you. Well, you can't. Yeah, fuck that. Only in Florida, so now, folks. Oh, Only right. in Florida. Wait, uh, proof, proof that shit does run downhill. It's that's disgusting, isn't it? Sick? And you know, some disgusting, perverted, old, uh, nasty was, man yeah. is going to be like, "Yeah, let's look at that girl. <laughs> let's look at that pussy and that dick." Some disgusting Florida backwoods swamp monster. Monster. Ooh, these people are vile. Gross. Um, that's disgusting. Yeah, but <clears throat> I alluded. Yeah, go ahead. So, well, did you have something else to say on that? Because I was like, if we're no. gonna, there's. This, um, you know, me and my TikToks. Oh, I know. You love it. I love it. it. You love I it. I do love it. Yeah. Uh, there's this, um, it's a comedy festival in Melbourne, Australia. And, uh, there's this comedian, Cassie Workman. And, um, it's just a great clip that I sent you and I'd, yeah. let's play it. Here we go. Here we go. I have a relative who likes to mock and misgender me. He thinks it's funny to do that, you know, and his reasoning for doing that is, well, I knew you before uh, when you were presenting as a boy and you can't just change who you are. And after all, they're just words. What kind of weakling is hurt by words? <laughs> and I thought about that. I thought, well, maybe he's right, you know, because pronouns are just words after all. And if you're any kind of strong or brave person, it shouldn't matter what you get called. So I decided to put this theory into practice (laughs) by introducing him to my friends as a recently released sex offender. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. You'd be surprised. It turns out words actually do matter quite a bit. (laughs) Fucking snowflake. (laughs) <laughs> good God, isn't that great people are just gross people are so threatened by people that are different it's just crazy just, well and it's this whole like what leave them alone leave everyone alone take care of your own fucking business and your own life and all the bullshit happening under your own roof that you have no idea right. about what's going on <laughs> yeah ah. yeah um, speaking of a little more trans stuff while we're on the topic, you know Janet Mock? She is an executive producer for Pose, which, by the way, I did not watch Pose yet. Oh, thank God. I didn't either, and I was like, you're going to murder me. Well, you know, because it was on on Sunday, and it came on at 10 o'clock, and Rob actually stayed over on Sunday and drove back the next morning. 
And while he stayed over on Sunday, it came on at 10, and for him to get to work on time, he had to get up and leave at 4 o'clock in the morning. So it's like he couldn't stay up at 10 to watch it till 11 and still get up at 4. So I was like, fuck, I can't watch this. So, and then even this weekend, we're not going to get to watch it because the kids are coming. So I'm going to be behind a couple, which is fine. I can binge watch it and, you know, catch up. But, you know, there was a premiere at Jazz at Lincoln Center, which is up on the Upper West Side here. Heidi, if you'll remember when Pose premiered for the first time, you and I were walking to Sam Ash on 34th and 9th Avenue, and we happened to walk by the theater where the premiere, 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 the very first season of the very first episode, or the very first season was showing, and we got to see Miss Fame. We were like, what's going on? We saw all these great posters up, and we went to Sam Ash, and we were actually buying microphones and stuff for this radio show at the time, which is so great that was magic day that was, it was a magic day it was awesome and so then we went when we were leaving sam ash we were like well let's just stay here and watch this because like we're seeing all these like it looks like like drag queens like posters or something like we were so confused and so we ended up standing there and waiting and waiting and eventually all these people started rolling up in black cars and we figured out that it was you know a premiere for pose the show that we had just never heard of and it, it was premiering that night and that's when we got to see miss fame Miss Fame came to the premiere. She was so great. She loved us. She posed. She waved. She blew kisses. It she was did. Fabulous. She was awesome. So anyway, the premiere for season the first the the third and final season was at Jazz at Lincoln Center, um, and Janet Mott got up there, and I just thought this was a little fucking crazy. Like you need to get a grip, lady. But she just got up there and started blasting Hollywood, and blasting Ryan Murphy. Bitching and complaining that she makes forty thousand dollars an episode and demanded to know why she only makes that much. Like, Are you kidding me? At the premiere, like they're about to all watch the show, and like together and like, oh my god, yay, we're celebrating the final season. And she just starts popping the fuck off. She literally said, "quote unquote," why am I making forty thousand a motherfucking episode? And I'm like sitting there thinking, what is it? People have got this these this nerve. It's like, okay, maybe you are underpaid. Maybe the other executive producers, whether they're male or whether they're white, I understand that you're, you know, in a minority, but there is a way to go about this. That is and not that's not it. That's not like they say on the Real Housewives all the time, there is a time and there is a place. Ramona Singer always says there is a time and there's a replace. Countess Luann, there's a time and there's a place. There's a time and there's a place. I mean, that is so stupid. You need to literally check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's asinine. So they all watch. She just it. wrecked herself. She totally just wrecked herself. She they can destroy her. I mean, it's Ryan Murphy, and I don't think he is vindictive and evil, but it's like, do you think he's gonna call you up to work with you again? I was sure as hell wouldn't. I'd be like, fuck no. you then. If you want to go make some money somewhere else, go fucking do it then. Go somewhere else. Bye. Yeah, right. Bye, girl. Meanwhile, I'm like, Heidi, how do we get that deal? Can we make 40000 an episode? Because I would be I'm thrilled. I'm happy to do so. I would be thrilled to get paid $40,000 an episode for WGRL Radio. <laughs> and meanwhile, I guess she admitted to, like, on the microphone, she was just kind of, like, unraveling. And it was like this train wreck. But she, I guess, revealed that her real-life boyfriend is Angel, Lil Poppy. Oh, so okay. in real life, Lil yeah. Poppy, Angel Curiel, is hit is her boyfriend. Boy, yes, got it. And she admitted up in front of everyone that she had cheated on him and was begging for his forgiveness and all this shit. I mean, it was wild. I, there's no audio of it because no one posted it. Oh, I was going to say, where's your oh, clip? <laughs> I, would, I would not even be regurgitating this if, if there was audio because, 
you know, I would be playing the clip. I would have pulled the clip. But there is no clip. I even looked as recent as this afternoon. I was like, let me see if I can find a clip of this because it'd be great to play it. There's none posted. And I, I have a hard time believing that someone didn't pick their phone up and record that. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, it's going it's to it's come out, and I'm going to find it. But it just, wow. it's like, how, why do you do that to, to uh, your entire cast? You just threw a wet rag on the entire ceremony. A hundred percent. And then they got to sit there and watch that with that running through their head. Right. And it's like That's everyone's horrible. talking. No one wants to be around you, lady. No one. You. Do, I mean, to me, I'm like, I would just be like, oh, fuck you. you That's know? disgusting. Yeah. That's a perfect, this now is a perfect time to play that clip from my guy, Chris Biggs. Oh, yeah. The, the pronouns? Yeah. All right. Here we go. I don't care what pronoun you choose. I'll call you whatever you need. And I don't care if you smash Lisa's. Or if you prefer smashing Steve's. I don't care what God you believe in. Or if you believe in God at all. I don't care what country you're from. Or your skin pigment at all. Just don't be an asshole and we can hang out anytime. Just don't, just don't be, be an, an asshole, asshole and everything will be just fine. Just fine. It'll be just fine. We can hang out anytime. Just don't be an asshole. <laughs> Is that supposed to Chris Biggs? Is that someone I'm supposed to know? No. Oh, Just okay. Some guy that I found I like, on TikTok University. You said, God, TikTok. <laughs> you said it like it's like Garth Brooks. <laughs> I know. Well, I just have to give him credit. Well, of course. So, right. No, I didn't know. I saw that. I was like, you know what? That I think needs to be my anthem. It does. <laughs> it's great. Um, I wanted to talk to you real quick about these. I alluded to this at the beginning of the show, and it's just something that I, another thing, everything pisses me off, as you know. But I'm like, you know, I watch these YouTube videos. And you, there's this, like, I don't know if it's a trend or something that just started or something that has, you know, kind of escalated. I think it's kind of escalated in this whole fucking cancel culture in this, in this, in, in this culture where everyone is triggered by every fucking word. But there, I found this list of YouTube banned words. <laughs> and essentially it's like, because I, I started to notice it because people will repost tweets on YouTube and they'll read them. And instead of reading certain words they'll black them out and then they'll silence the audio when they're saying these words and i'm like i don't understand why it is that all of these words have to be blacked out because now it's getting to the point to where so many words are blacked out and they can't say them it's unbelievable and it's pissing me off because it's like it's part of this whole coddling like this babying egg walking on eggshells culture that we are in where everyone has to be you know coddled and and spoken to, or they get triggered, and you offend them, and then they want to cancel you, and then they have this fucking outlet called the internet where they can go blast you, which that's why, that's the cancel culture I don't believe in. But listen to this, there are over 800 words that will trigger someone. I mean, this... I wonder if I say them almost all day. You do, (laughs) because it's words like this. Listen to this, abuser, abusive, actress, actress is on the list, and I'm not fucking kidding. I think it's in the because, context cause they're because they're talking. Because everyone's an actor now. Well, adult, adultery. Like, 
Okay, Al-Qaeda, maybe they would review that. AIDS? Airlines. Like, I guess these words are words that could incite violence in context. In context. So the bots in YouTube have been set up to flag these words. Asexual. Like, talking about pronouns. Like, trans. Like, all of these things. I'm like, are you kidding me? Jigaboo is on here. Now, Jigaboo, I think, may be a word that should be on here. Like, uh, that's probably... I'm going to go with offensive. I'm, I'm go offended. With... Now, that should be one of the words at the top of the list. But, like, Jews? Yeah. Jews is on here. Like, I'm... Joe Biden is on here. Ku Klux, <laughs> Ku Klux Klan. Okay, that should flag. That should flag the bot. Okay, like, I'm yeah, looking at Yeah, but it this. should flag the bot, but the bot should... Is it smart enough to see the content in which it is referred? I mean... No. That's the thing. So... You can be demonetized for using these words. But it's like, okay, I'm looking at this. Virginia Beach. What offends you about Virginia Beach? I mean, some of these are a ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, Virginia Beach. Titties. Okay. Terrorism. Titties. Anyway, there's 800 of these here. And I'm like, this is the world we live in where there's this list is only going to grow to be where like this I don't I can't I don't want to sit here and, and sound like Donald Trump and say it's silencing free speech because it's YouTube's platform it's not mine you can go out and say titties on the street and you, that's free speech I can go say it anywhere I want to I can say it on this show and you know that's fine I can say Iraq and Iraqi intercourse invisible <laughs> invisible but they have a reason for flagging it okay fine it's it's not our platform but it's like it's just indicative of this place that we are at where everyone is so offended by everything. Oh, it's where we are at. I've been thinking about you this can't, a lot. It's not only where we're at, it is going to go further and further and further. Right. Before well, we are like, I can't, like, it's... It's bad. Like, where I'm going to be able only to talk to you, like, sitting in the closet. Well, correct, where <laughs> no one else can hear us, because no matter what you say, it's going to offend someone. And it's like with this show, like, okay... We say stuff all the time, and, and obviously in context, we're not trying to be offensive. I mean, we're really just, you know, having some fun. But the real offensive stuff, we're not saying. But someone would listen to what we're saying and get truly, truly triggered and offended. And I don't get it. And that's the cancel culture that pisses me off. That's where it's going too far. And that's exactly where it's going. Howard Stern had Quickly. had a who was it? He opened his show the other day with what's her name? Lana, was it Lana Del Rey or I don't want to get the name wrong because not Lana Del Rey. It's not. I don't want to spread this, but some kind of like uh, singer went into a yogurt shop in L.A. and on the on the board it said sugar free yogurt or something like in the in something about sugar free yogurt, and she was triggered by the fact that it said sugar. Because she used to be an anorexic or a bulimic or something, and she was triggered by the fact that that said sugar-free, and she had an eating disorder, and that brought back her eating disorder. And she went on Instagram Live or Facebook Live or something and went on this tirade about how she wants to just help make a change for the better so that people feel safe going into this yogurt shop and ordering yogurt when they, you know— according to whatever their diabetic needs are and, and whatever their... Make your own oh, yogurt. Oh, my God. And don't go... That is absolute. So that's... Talk about coddled. That's it's, that shit. That's also Hollywood shit. It's bad. I think. That's L.A.-affected shit. Yeah. You know why I never want to live in L.A.? That. Well, right. Exactly. But it's I like, mean, that's that is where pathetic. we are. That's where we fucking are. Well, I don't want to be there. No. I refuse to. 
You know where I want to be? In the cantina! <laughs> well, there's our Cinco de Mayo, Heidi. Sipping on my margarita. I know, I gotta finish it. I'm sorry, I'm sipping on my bulimic. Does that offend anybody? Oh, you just triggered someone. I hope so. It's not a skinny girl margarita, it's, it's a, a bulimic. Exactly. No sugar, so hope you're not triggered. <laughs> I hope you are triggered. Go fuck yourself. You can you can send that to the complaint department at WGRLradio at iCloud.com, and we will review your complaint immediately and fire, if necessary, the hosts of WGRL. Or just fire the listener. Yeah, that's... That's, <laughs> that's what we should do. We will help you unsubscribe if you are offended by anything we say. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, until the next one. See you in Mexico on the dance floor. Ooh. Olay. <laughs> <laughs>